Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Parenting Unknown Podcast. My name is Matt. Thanks again for listening to another week and for putting up with my voice for another 20 minutes of your life. Greatly appreciate it. And hopefully everything's going well with everyone. And I'll compare and contrast from this year to last year. Beginning of last year in January, pretty sure for the full month, Australia was on fire. And you fast forward till last week and... Yeah, pretty much the whole United States on this massive, like, Arctic cold, especially the in Texas. They were getting sub-zero temperatures, snow, power out, and it was, it was a big mess. I know there's a lot of people laughing at the Californians who actually moved over there and, you know, got that. But it sucks all around, and, I mean, I don't know what you could say just by going forward, <laughs> right? Not sure if I mentioned this, or actually, I don't remember if I mentioned this before, but there is a new addition to my family, not me and my wife, but my close cousin, she just had another baby. And of course, when you have a baby in the family, you get, if you don't know, baby fever. And it's something that me and my wife were talking about maybe around sometime last year, but with the whole COVID thing, and it's it just seemed like it was a messy idea, but... I mean, my cousin just gave birth with the kid. Okay, they were fine. So, there's, I mean, there's there's talks. I'm not going to lie. There's talks of baby number three. When it's going to happen, sometime this year, next year. We'll see. But in recent, <laughs> recent, but in recent days, me and my wife have really been... I don't know if any of you who have more than one or two kids had this happen to you, but it's sure happened to us a lot. With the talks of a new baby, with seeing a new baby, it really starts making us think about our own kids and when they were babies. And how that term, it goes by and blink of an eye really comes into play and it's it's scary true. I've been recently looking at a lot of pictures on my son Max and when he was born, he was preemie, like he just made the preemie mark by like three and a half weeks. So he was between the preemie and the regular regular size kid birth weight birth size nonetheless still considered preemie and looking back looking at his pictures he fit between my elbow and my palm of my hand he was that small must have weighed like i think it was like six pounds so small kid considering the size i am which was a big laugh because our baby shower people were giving us size 2t like we we're gonna have a monster baby right out the bat like homer and <laughs> a little simpsons thing it was far from it. We had a small little baby, and I don't know, somewhere between him being two and three, we decided to have another baby, and we had Mia, and it's crazy to look up at the kids right now and see how they are. They're still small, but physically, they're a little tall, but it's just crazy to think that not too long ago, they were babies, especially Max. He's only four, and four years is... Not too long in the grand scheme of things, but when life is happening, it's going by really, really, really fast, and it's scary. It's scary because a your kids are growing up, and this time that you get with them when they're small, it's it's not going to come back. So you got to enjoy it. Like what everybody tells you, especially a lot of the older generations, they tell you like 
enjoy this time while you can because it's gone quick. And I'm realizing that right now. And it's tough, especially being a dad, especially being at home with them so much. It's tough to see them growing up, but it's happy and gratifying at the same time because you're able to partake in their life and witness and help them in building up theirs and helping them on their path of life. I kind of feel like my life is on pause, but not really in a way because now my life is dedicated to the kids, making sure they're they're fine and they have everything they need. But fortunately for me, I don't have to worry about that. And the main focus is just on these kids, making sure they don't have to worry, making sure they don't have to stress about things and just kind of keeping on top of whatever stress that I have. We don't pass that along to the kids because kids growing up with stress, like I mentioned a couple episodes ago, it's damaging even at this age because they're so small. They're just soaking up anything. No matter what you say, what you do, they're mimicking and keeping a little digital imprint or a little biological imprint on what they do to pick up your habits, your saying, everything. So, I mean, that's where the bad words come in, right? <laughs> but we're thinking about how fast the kids are growing up. It kind of brings own, it kind of brings thoughts into your own mortality. And it's kind of grim to say, you know, thinking about the kids growing up and how fast they're going to grow up. And pretty soon they're going to be my age. And that's going to leave me at 60 years old, which is mind blowing. And Hopefully it comes by slow in that aspect because as older as older I get, well, just me thinking right now off the top of my head, I'm kind of scared to get that age. Not saying that I want to pass away young. I honestly do want to live into a very, 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 very old age. But just knowing that every day that goes by, every year that passes, every decade that comes and goes, you're a small step into... The ultimate end, what you were born to do, and that's to die. And that's pretty crazy to say, but like I've heard and been told before, you're only guaranteed two things in this life. That's you're born and you die. And everything in between is entirely up to you. Which when I first heard that, I don't know if I was in high school or post-high school, and it kind of knocked me off my feet. Like I really didn't think ending too much into it, even though I've been around... A lot of my family members passing away, my grandma, my aunt. I've been around an area where it's kind of expected for you to die early just because getting into the whole gang violence thing and either drugs or gangs or something like that. Everything was more about survival, was about getting by, was about working, but never in life in general. How to live it, how to enjoy it, what joys do they have of it. It was just, okay, you're born and you're dead and... And that's it. So when you put things in perspective of life and death, you really get to enjoy and kind of say thanks to what you have and what you you can have. And I'm thinking right now I'm in the quarter quarter mark of my life. And looking back, it's, yeah, it did start kind of rocky, but for everything that's going on right now, I'm extremely, extremely happy. I'm happy, I'm excited, and I'm looking forward to actually being part of the kids growing up. I know like I just said, and it sounds like I'm contradicting myself, and you say what you want, but it's just my thoughts, and I'm working them out. I'm real excited to see how the kids grow up, what they like, what they don't like. Even though they have, they're a bunch of characters right now, things change, people develop, especially kids. So death 
it does come to my my mind here and there. But for what's going on right now in life, it's I'm having way too much fun to even thinking about that. And I kind of want to keep that momentum throughout my life to where I'm living day by day, enjoying everything that's coming in, enjoying the sun, enjoying the wind, enjoying to be able to drink clean water. You know, something that we kind of take for granted. And I, I admit, I take for that, that for granted too, because if we just see what happened in Texas, having clean water actually having water in general, power, being able to flush your toilet, some of the things that are necessities of life or what we think in this first world as necessities of life, ain't that so accessible to people for a lot of people in the world. And I know it's kind of shitty to say, but what happened in Texas recently, it's, I mean, it's out of our control. It's mother nature. We can't control it. We could live and survive by it, but I mean, we can't control the weather depending on if you believe that or if you believe the government's controlling it, I don't know. I'm not here for that. But what it should show us is, yeah, to be prepared, but just to be grateful for the things that we do have from being able to go to our faucet, turn on the water, be able to drink that. Well, in some states, be able to drink the you know regular tap water and another 20 feet, you have a restroom, you have a shower. Which places in the world you got to walk miles to even get clean, sustainable drinking water, much less to think about water to wash dishes or to wash your clothes. So it's all this stuff that's going on in life that's, if you stop and you think about all the information that's coming in, it could get overwhelming. Like my thing that's going on right now is, A, the kids, I got my wife at work who I got to, you know, support mentally and Make sure she's cheered on and make sure everything's at home taken care of because the last thing we want is for her to be at work and to be constantly worrying about the kids or me at home. So I'm pretty sure that she's locked down and she's confident and everything's going on. The kids are learning. They're going slash are being homeschooled. We have that going on. We have our families, uh, my family, her family, they're, we're being in and out of going going to meet going to hang out um making sure everyone's good we have our friends that we think about that we care about and recently we just have a friend who's been going through some mental slash health issues which unfortunately it's very too common right now especially during this covid time where everything's still kind of locked down but a lot of people are still out of jobs and for unfortunately for her She's one of those people where she's out of the job having to depend on the government unemployment, which I told her personally, I said, just look at it this way. You've been working since you were in your late teens. All this money that you're getting right now, it's just money that you work towards to help you sustain yourself until you go back to work. I mean, it's something that I told myself and I try to make myself feel good. And, you know, it did help, but you can't not think of really what's going on and it, it does weigh in on you sometimes but hopefully you have some friends that can kind of give you a pick me up here and there but she has this she has these health issues that's going on she has her mental issues we have everything that's going on with their government from bills being signed to a losing and winning side of the left and the right to talks about civil war in one month and the next month you know talks about vaccinations, people getting vaccinated, people not trusting them, people still trusting them. 
People wearing masks. Now you got to wear double. Well, you don't got to wear, but suggested you wear double masks, even triple masks. You have people calling people who wear masks sheeps, idiots, morons. You have people that rather be safe, and when you go outside, you wear a mask, even when you're by yourself. You have people that don't do that, and it's a constant shift of good, bad, good, bad, good, bad, good, bad. And if you're not really paying attention to your surroundings, it just kind of goes by in a blur. And sometimes if you just stop and think about everything that's coming in, think about everything that's going on in the past week, not 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 saying this past week, but just a week in your life. And all the information could be overwhelming. And if you kind of skip that and focus on what you want to do, what you can keep your mind occupied on, it kind of feels like time rushes on through. And that's where I'm at right now. I'm stopped, and I'm looking back at my kids being born, being the small little monkeys that they were. I'm here stopped, thinking about all my all my kids, like I have a thousand. I'm thinking about my kids being small to where they're at right now. And me and my wife were talking about this last night and how quickly they're growing up, how fast they're growing, because my son's half the size of my, my wife already, a little bit taller than that, or more than taller. And my two-year-old looks like she's already three. And if you stop and you think about days going by, the weeks, the months, from the kids growing up to their first walks, drinking their bottles, being able to go on the slide for the first time, and you think about that till now, and it's kind of like, shit, where the hell did this time go? And that's why this, this quote, this phrase of time just speeding by and going by as a blink of an eye it's really hitting close to home with me by the way and i'm pretty sure if you talk to an older older generation your parents your uncles your aunts they'll probably say the same thing and it's wild to say that you wouldn't think that would happen until you experience it or actually stop and think about it And to kind of paraphrase from what John Lennon said, he said, life is what happens when you're busy making other plans. And I know sometimes we get caught up in planning our futures, which nothing's wrong with that. Nothing at all. We get caught up with working. We get caught up with our family life. And just life is just a constant. It's constantly moving forward. It's not going to the side, not going back. It's just constantly going forward. And whether you want to stop for that or not, it doesn't care because it's still going to go pass you by. And sometimes you just get wrapped up with what's going on. And I feel like sometimes we take time for granted. Something that we don't really think about. And, it, it, you know, it's just life. It's part of it. And I'm pretty sure if you talk to an older person, they're going to say the same thing, which... I do want to talk to an older person. I want to find somebody who's a little, I don't want to sound, I don't want to be rude in how I say this, but I want somebody who's double my age when there's like 60 or 70 and just talk to them because it's an adventure to listen to their stories. It's an adventure to listen to how they perceive time and life and what they've gone through and how to handle it on their end. And it's kind of a preparation to what's going to go happen with you or how you could approach things when it's time to you get to that level. 
And I don't want to sound rude in some of the questions I want to ask, but it's curiosity for me. Like, one, I'm sure one of the questions would be, you know, how does it feel to be your age? And I'm pretty sure you could take that as to being a rude question, but to me, it's genuine because I don't have very new, anybody in my life it's that age. And my grandparents that I did have when they were alive, um, one of them spoke nothing but Spanish, so I really couldn't communicate with her. My other grandma, my one who raised me, she was... Well, how old is she when she passed? Maybe like in her late 50s, no, early 60s, 62, I believe. And my grandma's wife, my grandma's wife, my wife's grandma, when she passed, she was... I think in her 80s or so. But, again, she spoke Spanish. I loved her, but she spoke Spanish, so the communication between us was very, very, very small. So I want to kind of be able to talk to somebody where you could ask the questions that you have. And I, I, wanted to, I do want to explain to them that everything I say is not being rude. You know, it may come off, and somebody listening to it may come off too rude as them, but to me, genuinely, it's just questions. It's just curiosity on life and to have an appreciate, to be appreciative towards them and their journey in their life, which I don't know, I kind of feel we don't do that or we take for granted. If anything I can leave off with this episode is enjoy every second that goes by. Now for some, it may take years to figure that out. They made it happen in their early 20s or maybe until their 40s, 50s. But me sitting right here being 31 on the verge of 32, none of that's young to some, that's old to some too. But whoever listens to this, enjoy every second of every day as much as you can, no matter what you do. Soak everything in, appreciate it. And it sucks that it took me this long to kind of figure that out. But I mean, spread the message around, spread the word, spread the love. And until next week, you get to hear to my... I don't even know what you call my voice. But anyways, thanks again for listening and until next time.